Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party in Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's it going today? Doing really well, Shay. So excited for all this new content in Apex. And honestly, I, I think this is going to be a fun episode. We haven't done this in ages. It has been ages since we've done this. And yeah, it's been something we've talked about wanting to do, but then there's always just so much going on. But this is like a little weird period between, oh, there's so much to talk about, but we really want to dive in even more. And so we can give really detailed explanations. Um, So yeah, today we're doing a mailbag. We're answering questions. So we're finally pulling a chunk of these from discord to try and get through so we can hopefully get caught up on some of those because we want to keep interacting with you but before we do that make sure if you want a question answered ask in our discord channel maybe we do more questions like this in the future but we try and answer questions on every show every day uh or leave a five-star review in apple pods if you want to support the third party and everything that we're doing more tournaments more podcasts all that fun stuff please consider joining our patreon just an incredible amount of benefits over there. It would mean the world to us to have you support at any tier. Um, it definitely mm-hmm. goes a long way to keeping the lights on. Yeah. Well, let's open up the mailbag. This is always so exciting. Getting to interact with as many people as we can on the show um, is really cool. And hearing everybody's perspectives on how they're enjoying Apex or what they think of the podcast. So uh, I'll start us off. I'll read the first one. We got the first one coming from Say It On The Air. It is a five-star review from Apple Pods. Even though I haven't played Apex in a few months, sorry, blame Halo, I keep listening and that speaks to the quality of Shane Henry's pod. The mix of lore, news, and analytics is perfect. I just wish there was a third-party pod for every game I play now. Question, if you could bring in an ability, Sigma, Experimental Barrier, or Weapon, Doom Eternal Super Shotgun, from any game, what would it be? Man, man, I'm glad that we're entertaining enough for even uh, people that haven't played Apex in a while. Yeah. (laughs) I, it makes me sad. You know, get back to Apex. Every time you take a break, it's always great to come back and realize mm-hmm. how fun Apex is with all of its great features. We do want a third-party pod for every game, though, yeah, too. Yeah, funny you say just, that. Funny just you gotta, say that. Just had to throw that in there. You know, things are, we, things are in work, okay? Things are work in progress. The actual question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An ability from any game put into apex it, the options are endless yeah i mean how do you choose one is like the the hardest thing i think i mean i'm not even an overwatch person and i can't even imagine how many things from that game you could bring in there anything come to your mind though off the top of your head the thing that has been on my mind for a while after we got rampart um has been a flamethrower ability um, you know, mm-hmm. kind of taking that Titanfall 2 idea of Scorch and really filling that out. But we have so many things like Caustics, Barrels, and then we have Fuse, and now mm-hmm. Maggie that have to do with Fire that I don't really think it's going to happen, but it's <laughs> something that I enjoy in a lot of games, like Call of Duty Zombies. I think it's really fun there. I, I wish maybe we could have a Flamethrower Legend. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Uh, man, it's so tough. I just want to say, like, hey, let's bring in the Force from Star Wars. That's what I want. <laughs> I want a character that can use the Force. But I feel like that would be a little too broken. Um, 
No, I think the character archetype that I love in other games that we we kind of have in Apex, but I would want to go even like further into it is like the the gunslinger western kind of like super quick, you know, bring the gun up, quick reload, like increased accuracy kind of thing. I always think that's fun and it's, you know, stereotypically always like with pistols and stuff. I think that's like a exciting character in general that's brought into games. I think it could be a really cool idea now that we have Maggie here. If mm-hmm. you could introduce dual wielding as a legend ability yeah. with all pistols, mm-hmm. that'd be really cool. You know, like be I cool. think you could do it to a fair degree and that would be a really fun thing. Like dual wielding is something in other games that I think we both love and a lot of people love, but dual wielding, wingman and P twenty twenty, like that seems awesome to me. And now the pistols are all great in this game. Yeah. Like now, like you could theoretically do that. So I'd like to see that. Next question coming from Lover, also five stars. You know, you can put video pods on Apple Podcasts. Would you ever consider? Man, I will say, Lover, um, I don't know a lot of shows that have Apple Pod videos. And if you know of them, let us know. I'm curious to see how they work, honestly. I mean, in terms of the tech side on our end, every hosting platform we've ever offered doesn't allow it. So whether it's an exclusive partnership, it's not a really popular thing in general for Apple Pods, at least in our experience podcasting. Yeah, this is something that we are pursuing with our new company, Third Party Productions, in terms of mm-hmm. what are podcast players doing on the video side, both for Spotify and for Apple. Um, to our knowledge right now, it's something that you have to do direct um, with individual platforms, and it's very limited. I would consider it to still be in beta, um, mm-hmm. but like Shay said, this is not wide-sweeping, and honestly, it isn't impossible for us to do it, but it would be very obstructive to all everything that we do otherwise. Like I, mm-hmm. I worry if we mm-hmm. were to try to do it, we would have to really change our hosting system and that could that impacts that our sponsorships and that could be yeah, like double a, episodes almost so yeah. we're hesitant to do it but definitely trying to learn how to do it for clients of ours moving forward yeah yeah that, so definitely let me know if there's any uh-huh. pods that you love on apple that are doing video because i honestly don't know of any um next question coming from caleb five star Hey, I love y'all's podcast. It helps inform me about all the cool new features that are getting added and how to get better at the game. My question is, what type of gun should they make in the next season? I think they should make a new sniper or shotgun because not enough people use them. I think that it would be cool if they made demolition a new class and add the EPG from Titanfall. Thanks. Man. Wow. Um a lot yeah, of good you stuff. start talking EPG yeah. and explosive stuff with Henry and Titanfall, and the mind starts going places. <laughs> a lot of cool stuff there. I think a demolition class, I like that idea. Now that we have <laughs> so many legends that deal damage as a primary component of their kit, yeah, that could be cool. Like that could be so drastic that, like, and obviously this is where my mind goes. You could pull Gibraltar in there. Like you could get him out of yeah, defense, yeah. which mm-hmm. just makes sense to me. So like I love that idea. Um, you know, we've always thought about how do you change assault so that it's actually better. Assault. Um, yeah. Demolition is not a bad idea. Really like that. I like it. Um, what do you think of new guns though? 
This it's such a hard <laughs> it's question a for me. Honestly, like I'm such a traditionalist. I love the guns that I love. All I want is a G7 back. Like <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. All That's all I want. I want. The G7 back. Um, the idea of introducing a new sniper is interesting for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Snipers can be really really fun in terms of how you design them. We already have so many unique designs. Um, like one idea is that you do a proper energy sniper, um, yeah. where perhaps there isn't a reload that is just an auto reload pretty much, but it's a lot slower. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I like ideas like that. Some things that are unique. Um, and I also love what they did with the car. So if you could introduce another mm-hmm. weapon that can use multiple different attachments to do the same thing, multiple different ammo types, like changing a weapon so that it can go from a shotgun to an AR. Like I love that kind of stuff. That's kind of what I would like to see in the future of weapons, more of those big ideas that kind of Mm -hmm. break the molds of weapon classes. The versatility is fun. Like an AR that had like a grenade launcher or something on it would be really cool. Um, I think. A, maybe like a burst pistol is something that isn't really in the game that could be interesting uh, to get added but I'm, I'm not in a huge rush to get more weapons honestly like you kind of said you're a purist I'm not as much a purist but I also there's just a lot of guns right now mm-hmm. 2021 was quite the year if you like new weapons mm-hmm. you got them in an unparalleled pace uh, yep. I don't know if we'll ever see a year like that again on the weapon side. <laughs> Next question coming from Legendary Larry 15. Five stars. Do you guys think respawned players should get a P2020 just to the fact most respawns always get pushed or depending on where you respawned, not having any loot due to it already being looted? I mean, I've said it for a while. I wouldn't mind a P2020 off the respawn. I don't think it'd be a big deal. I think most of the time you'll probably still die, you know, if you're getting pushed by a full team and all you got is a P2020, but it would make for the occasional really fun play. Um, And that would be quite exciting, Uh, especially maybe to watch like in late games, there'd be more value in bringing somebody back like with a mobile respawn beacon and just, you know, ranked or pro play, not having to be like, oh, this person's going to drop in and they're going to have their fists. So there's actually no reason to have them. Like there's a little bit more of an emphasis on why you might want to push for something like that. I I like this idea a lot. Um, I think we've talked at length about how giving players a P2020 as part of the normal drop kit would probably not be good for the game in terms of just people mobbing on other teams right off the rip. Mm -hmm. This idea I like a lot, and I honestly would kind of maybe even go a step further and do something that goes by uh, ring. So like ring one, Maybe it's just a basic oh, P2020 with the like common the escalation armor. mode. But mm-hmm. ring two, maybe you're coming back with blue armor. And maybe you have a P2020 with a blue mag. Um, yeah, and round three, you got a G7 in red. That is exactly what I'm thinking. We are on the same page. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to be like, hey guys, it's round three. Uh, respawn, I'm, I'm jumping off. I'm maiden myself. <laughs> Please. Um, so I, I kind of like that idea, honestly. And I think it could be cool. 
maybe to test in ranked or something like that as just an idea Um, because i definitely know in ranked you get into plat you can't respawn without two teams coming at you and that sucks because Mm -hmm. as the alive players you don't know what the best thing to do is in terms of are you now playing for placement? Do you have to rat? Or is it possible for you to play the game like it's supposed to be played? And then from mm-hmm. the dead uh, player's perspective, you're like, man, if I come back, this is just going to have my KD. I'm guaranteed to die. Please yep. don't respawn mm-hmm. me in ranked. So I would love something like this. I think this could be a major improvement, honestly, if it was done well. I think those are some great points, and it just makes so much sense. With mobile respawn beacons, mm-hmm. there's a lot of reasons we should respawn, and there's so many reasons to unfortunately not respawn that this would fix. Next question coming from It's a Me, five star. You guys are truly something else when it comes to making Apex content, and I haven't missed a single episode since I found your podcast in season nine. Because of your MK versus controller episode, I got the confidence to fully switch over to playing MK. I also tried out your Pathfinder loadout from the Best Legends loadout episode, and I gotta say, the Pathfinder loadout is extremely effective. Question for Shay, which legend do you see yourself playing the most of in the new control mode coming out? Question for Henry, what are your thoughts on the alternator appearing as possible floor loot instead of the G7? Oh, I guess this question came in slightly before the season. Based on the newer ads by Apex, with the alternator being shown without a barrel stabilizer, it's looking like the alternator might be returning to floor loot weapon in season 12. Well, it's me. You nailed it. You were right. Uh, alternator is back instead of the G7. And I guess as the resident control expert. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, it's one day. I don't. I truly don't know who I'll see myself playing. I think the one thing that's been interesting is that um, you can the maps play quite differently so far, in my opinion. And so it could be a map by map basis thing, but also the ability to switch legends in the game in the middle of things. I just don't think it's as important what legend you're being. Depending on the flow of the game, you could play offensive. Versus you could play caustic once maybe your team's up a little bit and you want to play some defense. So I think, you know, recognizing how the game's going and being flexible with who you're playing uh, will be important for maximizing your legends abilities in the game. Not something I did today because I was just focused on trying to figure out how everything worked, but definitely going forward purely to win. I think that'll be something to look out for. I mean, from a control standpoint, I know this question wasn't for me. Um, I guess you can answer too. Henry. I think we're going to do a whole episode on kind of our guide, what we For think sure. is best. Early though, hard to not bank on Octane being very, very powerful based off mm-hmm. how the respawn works, how the launch pad works. That's going to be a really solid ultimate that can, you know, be impactful for a long, long time throughout the entire match. And mm-hmm. The passive and the tactical are very, very strong. This is a gun-focused mode. This is a gun-focused game. If you're able to mm-hmm. increase your like speed and mobility, that's a huge advantage in that. And the passive, being able to regen your health with how the uh, shield regen mechanic works in control, huge benefit. So I think yep. Octane could be in his most powerful state in control. But I like we'll that. talk more about it. Um, when Can't we get give there. everything away. But what about the G7 and the alternator? Uh, I know I know you were sad and we got to keep the countdown rolling, but have you forgiven them yet? I don't. I never will. <laughs> I really think it was wrong and they're going to regret it. They're going to regret it because when it comes back, you're going to see me on the leaderboards and 
And I'm going to go to the ALGS and just make a mockery of all those players. And they're going to know they should never have messed with the G7. Um, all that being said, I'm really happy about the alternator being back. It was a weapon mm-hmm. that I missed a lot. I knew a lot of people uh, really enjoyed the alternator as that very approachable, fully automatic weapon. You know, I think that that was missing for a long time and people mm-hmm. still hesitant about the Volt. Um, you know, added to that. And it was a good season to force people to use the Volt because it's so good. But the alternator is so closely compared to the Volt that I think it makes great sense to swap them. Uh, but yeah, like you said, Shay, the countdown continues to when the scout is back. <laughs> the countdown continues. And before we get into the rest of the questions coming from Discord, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertiser, your ISP, and other prying eyes. And that's why we use IPVanish. VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. I love being a ghost. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan to our listeners with a free 30-day money-back guarantee. So that's just like getting nine months free. It's super easy to use too. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com apex and use promotional code apex and claim 70% savings on your deal. That's ipvanish.com. Dash Apex. Welcome back. We got the Discord questions now. We're going to knock out as many of these as possible. Kick us off, HP. First one's coming from Fred the Frog. Let's say that every Legends class had their own special ability, like how all Recon Legends can scan beacons. What would you like those abilities to be? Man, fun question. And we've talked about this uh, a couple times when we thought this was going to be something. There were kind of some leaks talking about potential abilities for each class. Uh, early on, I loved the grenade idea. I loved the idea that Assault Legends could carry two nades. Obviously, that is now a fuse ability. So that would be kind of sucky to take away an ability from someone that is exclusive to their... Oh, I guess that's what happened with the beacon. Dang! Um, <laughs> Get wrecked. It happens. It it, it does happen. Um, Man, thinking of ideas, uh, you know, Assault, like we were just talking about, such a weird, broad class where there's so many different types of things in Assault. And so I think you'd have to go with something like, 
uh, I think something that has to do with your weapon sights or something like assault legends get a free one times or something on their guns, like their weapon experts. Cause they're assault characters. Um, that's the first thing that comes to my mind, but do you got any ideas? Uh, off that's top of your a head? good idea. I like that. I, if I were to create a system where each class had a special ability, I would go super easy, super cookie cutter just because Anything that you did that was meaningful, it, you know, how could you introduce one ability for assault and then keep recon at the same? Like, that doesn't seem fair. So I would do something pretty basic. And my first idea would be give each class a bonus inventory slot. Mm, for assault, mm. only throwables like grenades can be used in there. For support, cool. only healables can be used in there. And then for defense, you probably have ammo in there. And that's what mm-hmm. you do. And you keep, you know, recon the same. Man, the, Could the, be cool. A little bit unique. The UI and how you get to that would be so interesting. Like, how does it, how do you get it to add ammo? Yeah. It, mouse and key, it'd be easy, like, to get the stuff done. The controller would be a little weird. But I do think it's a cool concept for sure because it, it does, it helps and incentivizes more looting and more you know you specifically to your character so it is a cool idea in that way and right now you know we've done an entire episode about this a long time ago i think probably over a year ago we talked about the classes should we restructure yeah. the classes mm-hmm. what do classes mean is it something you should even care about and the answer was no the classes mean nothing the classes are legitimately only used as a marketing tool for you to unlock a new legend it's like a Mm-hmm. tiny little advertisement of how what's the play style here but truthfully there are many offensive legends or assault legends that you could say are stronger in defense like mm-hmm. that's very doable and there are recon legends that are incredibly offensive you know you think about what's pathfinder known for mobility he should be in assault you know mm-hmm. but no so it's just a recommendation or a tiny little insight. So right now, the classes don't matter. Doing something like this, like what we're discussing, would make the classes have a little bit more purpose, which I like the idea of. It's a good idea. Nice question coming from our editor, Fast Flume. How do you guys feel about using the replicators to upgrade healables? I think if I have four syringes or four cells, it would be really cool to be able to upgrade those to med kits and batteries. Do you think that this would change gameplay at all, being focused not on, on not only buying bats, but being able to craft them from cells? Uh, Henry's sold. He wants more bats. Next question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think this is a really cool idea. Um, and I think that, yes, it, it's complicated. You know, and I think that's probably the reason that it won't happen. Um, just because, you know, we have the material system, which is very universal. Like it's through the entire fabric of Apex at this point. Um, it's easy to understand. But you introduce something like this and you could have some cool things. Um, I think the only way that you could actually do this would be a refund system of I want to sell items at the replicator. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. sell my cells, get materials, then mm-hmm. get my bats. And you could do, take that so far, you could sell weapons, you know, you yep. could sell throwables, like you could sell anything that you didn't need at the replicator and get materials. I there's so much focus on the replicator and it's something that I was so against 
when it came into the game, I thought like, why would I ever <laughs> want to do that? Days, like, I just want to loot bodies like I do. Um, <laughs> why am I going to go spend time wasting with this vending machine? Um, but now you know. Now, so it's so powerful. If you have not capitalized on upgrading your armor yet, it's crazy. You got to do with the it. You got to do it. And upgrade your armor. Grab bats. It's over. You have to. You have to. And this season now more than ever. Yeah, I like this concept. I think it's cool. I think more routes to get bats is fun and it makes fights more interesting. Overall, really cool tactic. Next question coming from JBarXX. Do you feel like skins make any difference? Not on a skill level, but on a being seen and aimed at level. I usually main Gibraltar and love the DJ skin, but it's so bright. I usually run with the green camo skin. I feel I really do feel like I have been uh, there have been times I was healing in the corner and not seeing when I would have been with the bright DJ skin. Man, J Bar, interesting question. Um if there's a difference, it's so minor that I don't think it's worth, you know, worrying about and playing. There's so many characters and ways in which you can be seen in this game and there's so many different scenarios where yeah you wear your green camo skin maybe in a tree or a grassy area you blend in but there's so much different environment in apex that it's like oh well now you're going to be able to be seen in the cities and then maybe that white skin in the cities would have played better for that kind of situation so i really don't think it's worth you know stressing about too much Rock with the skins that you really enjoy. I think uh, what the pros will tell you is if you have matching skins, your team chemistry is going to be higher. And that's the only difference I've seen uh, the game make. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hate to tell you, J-Bar, as a Gibby main, <laughs> there's nothing you can do to hide. <laughs> he said if you're healing in a corner, <laughs> you're just so big, it doesn't even matter. And I'm telling you from experience, I love Hearing from Gibby Mains, it, it warms my heart, um, but I'm sorry to tell you that there is nothing you can do to, to change that fact. I also yep. have the DJ skin. I feel like it isn't one of the brightest out there. Um, there are definitely brighter skins. I think that if you're going to wear a neon skin, you better have the skills to back it up. Like It's kind yep. of a flex mm-hmm. because of that reason. We never talked about it on the show, but the most recent Twitch Prime skin for Pathfinder is really bright. It's like a fiery mm-hmm. lava. I love it. It's actually the one I have like attached right now. It's one of my favorite Pathfinder skins. Um, I'm gonna wear it, you know, and I don't mm-hmm. think it's gonna impact my performance as Pathfinder. Yeah, I mean it's worth looking cool for the yeah, occasional performance it potentially impacts. Uh, next question from Django Craft. First of all, thanks for sharing one of my concepts on the pod. Second, I've been listening ever since I started playing Apex halfway through season eight. Thirdly, is finally my question. Take three legends you like and pick a superhero they are most like. Technically, the question is, can you do this for me? And one final thing, tell everyone at home why they should join the Discord. Okay, interesting. You know the Discord. Yep. You get your question answered off top of the show, you know? It's great. It's a great community, great people, teammates, access to tournaments, like first information all the good stuff is in the discord access we're gonna find out everything about the third party access to us yeah Yeah, add us we try and respond when we can 100 percent. pick superhero though all right so superheroes taking the easy pickings we got octane is the flash right okay i like that one that's a good one um 
We think about invisibility or phase. I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of great candidates that you can do for that. Um, I think you can slam dunk on Pathfinder being Spider-Man. Boom. Yep. Booked. Um, what about a third? Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the lineup right in front of me right now so I can I can look at this. There's some uh, fringe the, abilities that you could do, like or yeah. fringe superheroes that you could do for others. It's oh, um, tough because like you have flight with Valk, but not a whole yeah. lot of superheroes yeah. have a jetpack except maybe uh, Buddy from uh, The Incredibles now Syndrome. <laughs> uh, so you could maybe try something like that, but it's not a perfect can fit I, for Valk. Are we? I mean, how far are we stretching this? Like, I think can you I have say to stretch a little bit. Loba as Catwoman, like, yeah, that's a not, huge win. Not a hero, really, but not, yeah, not hero. a true villain. <laughs> hero, okay, hero, okay. Then moving yeah. on. End of question. Yeah. <laughs> Henry said, "You got it." Um, I think. Uh, well, the funny one is also that I will say, in terms of just like aesthetic, Fuse gives me, especially with the skin, gives me that uh, Aquaman vibe. <laughs> with yeah, the, with yeah. the new uh, Brosiden skin. Yeah, so I, I definitely think aesthetically there's a lot of them that fit. But yeah, the abilities matching is definitely on the harder side. And we got a lot of these characters that match up with villains more than they do heroes, unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely true. Next question coming from Team Thick. Just listen to the remastering lifeline and the Gibby Dome Shield health came up. My idea is having the knockdown shields represent how much health the dome will have. Higher tier knockdowns, the more health the dome will have. Thoughts on this? Gives more of a reason to craft knockdown shields, and the knockdown shields in general will always have a good knockdown for Gibby. It's interesting. And I mean, the little thing you could do also is if you were to move Gibby to support and then take Lifeline and give her that change that people have been talking about where they want people to still be able to use the knockdown while the auto res is going off. And then you have the makings of like a knockdown shield based class ability like we were talking about, whether you want to work around in some way. It's an interesting link if you're going that route. I think the fact that people want knockdowns just out of the game in general is potentially a problem. But if Respawn and Apex were like, hey, we want to make knockdowns really important. This would be a way to make knockdowns really, really important. And I think it'd be a cool way to be like, hey, we're doing this for Gib. In some way, shape, or form, where are we going to buff him otherwise to compensate? And that would be interesting to see how that would happen. But you're the Gibby man, so... It's an interesting idea. I don't think that it's the right move to put a health cap on the dome shield. I'm really curious to see what happens next season with Gibraltar in terms of balancing. At this point, like I said in our last episode, we're in a new age of balancing legends. It is not mm-hmm. done like it was done a year ago. We have now completely solidified that legends are not tweaked. We're not trying to move any sort of abilities. We're not trying to look at cooldowns even. We're not doing basic things. Even for people mm-hmm. that are massively in need, like Seer, we're not actually taking a look at the kit and thinking about ways to make them better. With yeah. Gibraltar, I think this is a really unique idea. I have to give you that. Like This is cool. The idea of having a Legend's ability strength tied to the loot that they have Mm-hmm. I like I said, I think it's a 
unique idea. I'm not sure if I'm sold on it entirely. I think that, mm-hmm. and that's why I said you'd need to link it to something yeah, else. Also, you'd have I to think. give them like, something else, and I don't like give know. it a class passive. Like, does Gibby start with a common like spawn with a common knockdown shield, and then every knockdown shield you pick up is actually one level higher or something like yeah. that? So, like, you pick up a blue, and that's worth a purple on the abilities. And then you get in general, like you build up to like a bigger one. Like, but from an RNG perspective, if your ability is tied to a knockdown shield and all you ever find is a common one that game, that just takes you out of the game. And that sucks. Yeah, and the other, the other thing to note is that we already do have legends that are the knockdown shield legends Caustic and Mirage. Those are the mm-hmm. people that you're pushing the gold knockdown to, you know? So you're adding something into that in order to strengthen Gibraltar's tactical that's cool you know it's a Mm -hmm. unique idea i think gibraltar is really good where he's at um you know we've looked at the cooldowns they're in you know the most aggressive point they can be um gibraltar is hard to play not a whole lot of people think that he's fun to play his impact on pubs is not very apparent Mm -hmm. i think we're gonna see does the professional apex scene want a gibraltar meta because that's yep. what we've been in now shay and i are kind of up for the a thought while. of yes mm-hmm. a gibraltar meta is a good meta to watch and to play in it you know requires strategy it requires being with your team um and it's also something that fights against rng like yeah it really well. does so we think mm-hmm. that it's a pretty good thing um but if that changes and the pro consensus changes then I think you're going to see something a lot bigger than just this uh, come mm-hmm, Gibraltar's mm-hmm. way. I think that's a, very well said. That's going to wrap up the show, though. Nailed some questions. Really excited to dive into next week. Master and Maggie, all the kind of fun stuff we got coming with the start of this season. Uh, but yeah, thank you to our producers, the third party, 10, as well as our dropship captain, Luke, who supports us over on Patreon. Subscribe on Apple Pods, drop a follow on Spotify, and check out the Discord via the link in the description. Thank you so much for listening to the third party podcast. Catch you next time. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs>